Hey folks, welcome back to the water cooler. We're coming at you with a good episode. MLB is just coming off the all-star break. Bronny collapses at practice at USC, His one of his first practices. A lot of big contracts, free agency stuff going on. I think we got a good one today. Levo, yes, what do you think? I think you're right about that, man. I can't believe it, all the stuff that's been going on here lately. So we're going to start off this episode with, you know, our everyday time ordeal is the performance of the day. And now this one doesn't go to a specific player or anything like that, but it does go to a specific team. And I'm not being biased or anything. Granted, they lost, but still, it's kind of cool. So the Braves last night actually pulled off a triple play, right? So it was a center field, Michael Harris goes to first base to Matt Olson, and Matt Olson goes over to third to Austin Riley. So that's an 8-3-5, which hasn't been done since 1884. So I think that was kind of eighteen eighty four. They had to they had to go back to the record books to find out that one. But that right there, I feel like should be recognized as a performance of the day. I think it, I think it deserves its credit. I mean, hey, we always talk about not, you know, forgetting the past at the expense of the moment, being prisoners of the moment. But you can't forget also to appreciate greatness as it happens right. in real time. Right. So great pick. Before we get to talking about the actual, like, cool, fun sports stuff going on in the world today, we got to talk about Bronny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I hope he's okay. I hope he gets it worked out, you know? And you always, like, never prey on someone's downfall at all. You always want to make sure he's okay. For those of you who don't know, he had a cardiac arrest event earlier this week at a basketball practice at USC. Yep. He's in a stable condition right now. It's been about two days now Mm -hmm. so hopefully he continues to be on an upwards trajectory yeah i mean his health is more important than his basketball career 100 percent, for sure 100 percent, man and yeah no matter what like no matter what nobody says if lebron's his dad he's lebron jr if basketball is not his path he's always going to be able to find something else no matter what yeah like no matter what i mean he seems like a good kid at the very Mm -hmm. least like yeah he's got the I guess, financial leeway to be able to pursue any passions that he has. Exactly. He's already doing social media influencer type stuff. Right. So if worse comes to worst, if he had to quit basketball because of this. He's got her out. Then, yeah, I mean, he's got a place where he could go to continue to keep his name out there, do good things, uplift his community, all this awesome stuff. But hopefully this is just a minor setback from and he doesn't years. have to mm-hmm. retire or not retire, but I'm quit playing basketball. Kind of like it reminds me of what happens with Shaq's son, Sharif, mm-hmm. when he yeah. had like a blood clot Same in his lung. Yeah, yep. And I hope that's not the case for Bronny, man. That would be, I, I, would, I would hate that so much. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, it is like, it, it's what it is. You can't really do much about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me think about that 30 for 30 they used to have. Remember, uh, the not survive in advance it was the Loyola Marymount team with Hank Gathers that would do the like seven seconds or less basically before it was a thing and they would do the high tempo like high speed offense and the guy died on half court because he had a heart disease that they couldn't detect at the time you never saw that one Mm -mm. it's super good I can't let me look up what the name of it is but it that's what made me think it's called Guru of Go is the name of the thirty for thirty. But 
Hopefully, Bronny doesn't have any condition as serious as what Hank Gathers had. Yeah, I would hope not. Hopefully, it's a freak thing. I mean, it seems like that. Damar Hamlin. Right. Hopefully, mm-hmm. athletes quit having these freak cardiac arrest events, and yeah. we don't see more of this in the future. Exactly. Exactly. But all the best to Bronny. Hope he recovers. LeBron was seen going to visit him today. So I saw also for LeBron's sake, not that you hope this happens at all. It's terrible that it did. At the very least, it's in the off season right. where he has both parents available to come be with them. Yeah. And take time off and not be worried about any other type of stress going on. 100%. 100%. But staying on the basketball topic. What do you think about Mr. Jalen Brown from Wheeler High School? About what? What'd you say? Like forty miles, forty-five minutes down the road. Yeah, making three hundred four million dollars. Oh uh, yeah, and is is that what it is? Three oh four. Three oh four for what? Five years. Yep. I um, mean, it's crazy to think that the highest played NBA <coughs> player in league history went to a high school less than an hour away. But yeah, my hometown bias aside overpaid yeah he doesn't deserve that like dude and what what kills me about this is like all these teams and all these people complain about like all oh, the cap like we only have so much money to play with love da da like yeah oh look at it look like look how lopsided the contract are it's like i forget who said this the other day when i was scrolling through and it's like i think it was matt barnes he was like if you're not making 50 million to 100 million then you're going to be making like 2 million to like 3 million a year like mm-hmm. what kind of how, how pointless is that? Like you obviously that's why the league I feel like has declined so much in like a I guess player aspect. It's because these guys are making a few full like couple million dollars. Seeing these guys make three hundred four million dollars, whatever it is, and then they're like, you know what? I'm not even gonna play anymore. I'm making my money. I'm chilling. If I don't care, and I feel like that's I don't know. It's just lopsided. <laughs> See, you think it make you want to work harder though. To make the three hundred million versus the three million. Well, right, but I mean, if you know, it kind of just depends. Like you know, you're not gonna get three hundred million. Like if you, mm-hmm. you know, like some players just know. Like you know what I mean? Like just it's to just have the chance to be in the NBA and like be able to make that kind of money. Most of them are like, dude, I'm straight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just weird to me. It's never the best players in the <laughs> league that get the highest earning contracts. Like, do you remember for years? When Mike Conley was yeah. the highest paid player in the for, league. For the Grizzlies? Yeah. It's like, who's the who makes the most? It's not Giannis. It's not Joker. It's not LeBron. Not AD. It's Jalen Brown. Right. So it's like, And if you think about it, going back to the team that they had, like, dude, he may be the second best player on that team. He's definitely the, the second, second best, best player, player on the team. I don't know. It's like, you just look at it as like, I mean, good for him. Yeah, yeah I mean, get, I mean yeah, get the dude. bag. Like, don't get me wrong. Kudos. Like, keep doing whatever, it, whoever you're talking to in the off- front office to make you think that you're that guy. Keep doing it, brother. Cause Especially with the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, if you want to ask me to be, do you want to be the highest paid player on one of the most historic franchises right. in sports history? Sign me up. Dude, yeah, I'm but, I think him and Tatum can't stay together Mm-mm. for long then because they couldn't afford so. it. No way. You mean you wouldn't have a team at that point? You can only play pay two guys. You need five to I play. Mean, I'm sure Jason Tatum has a few years before his contract's up. 
Yeah. Well, who's older, him or Jalen Brown's older than Jason Tatum? I have no idea. You'd have to look. That I think up. yeah, I think Jason Tatum is younger, so he might be a free agent coming up next year. Next year, if that's the He'd case, then. Because he's not in like, there's no, he's done, he's, he's been in the league for longer than Jalen Brown. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2026. Jesus. And he's making $136 million so, over a five-year deal. So they have them for the next? Two years, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then one of them's got to go. Yeah. And. Well, I mean, Jason Tatum at that point, like. You're just giving so much money to Jalen Brown to where it's like losing him would be so pointless. Like, well, who would take that trade and take that contract? I mean, I wouldn't. <coughs> I would take. <coughs> I mean, I don't know. In two uh, years, if they would, if I'm the Celtics, I would rather have Jason Tatum. Yeah. So you'd 100%, have to. Hundred percent. Between the two of them, you'd have to look to trade Jalen Brown. But the way the I feel like, I don't know the way the money and contracts work. I don't. They'll have him for a longer period of time. They'll have him for another three years. Once Jalen, once Jason Tatum's contract's up, they'll have him for three more years. Because in two years, if he's going to be a free, like a free agent. Yeah, but I'm saying with the the way the salary caps work, when it comes time for Jason Tatum to yeah, resign gonna take, his contract, who's going to take a a hundred million dollar contract? For Jalen Brown. Like, if you're going to give away Jalen Brown, you're going to have to get $100 yeah. million dollars worth out of him. That's what I'm saying. It was stupid to sign him for that much. Oh, 100%. Because now, Jason Tatum's a better player. <laughs> yeah. He should make more money. He's oh, going to yeah. want more money. And you can't pay two players $600 million. Mm-mm. So, you don't have room for both of them. And surely they would want to keep Jason Tatum. So that would mean they would have to trade Jalen oh, yeah, Brown, but they wouldn't. But I don't know if they'd be able to. Yeah, so I exactly. don't know what they're gonna do. That's the that's the hard part about giving these like dudes all these max deals and like these super max. It's just you're playing with you don't know. Do they he could get hurt tomorrow? But not not like not being any kind of way. It's like so Ronnie. Like, like exactly, sometimes would, freak stuff happens. Take the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was just about to say, man. Like, you never know. Like, you never know what could happen anytime, any day, any second. <clears throat> so, Which, I mean, that's just like anybody, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a famous athlete, they're really oh, no yeah. different than anybody no walking the street. Yeah, like, you, like, no one's safe. You never know. But I just think sometimes a lot of famous celebrities and athletes forget that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Imagine making that much money. It would probably get to a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Pretty fast. Yeah, but they're just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Death and age come for everybody. Mm-hmm. But that, that took a dark note. Just thought I should put that <laughs> out there. Just in case you listening forgot, death yeah. is coming for you. Yeah, whoa, holy cow. We just got all crazy <laughs> stuff right there. That was wild. It got dark in here. Sorry, right, right. working at a funeral home would do that to you. Get you. It'll get you in the spirit sometimes. Just get all darked up. That's Anyways, funny. what were you saying? <coughs> yeah, I don't know. You caught me off guard now. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Talking yeah, about having to trade about. Jason Tatum yeah. or. But no, like you said, I mean, it's just going to be hard to keep both of them. Obviously, you can't. There's honestly going to be no possible way to do that. And so, I mean, realistically, just get your money worth out of J- Jason Tatum. 
keep Jalen Brown for the money you gave him. I guess I don't know. That's what I, I mean. Yeah. What do you do? Because no one's gonna take a hundred million dollars for three years. I mean, I don't think you can do that. To be honest with you, like there's probably some tra- kind of clause in their like trade or like a or agreement to where like no trade for an X amount of years. And then some, uh, like, speaking of option. Uh, clauses, Jason Tatum has written into his contract that he gets paid. You know how his number is seven. Mm-hmm. He gets paid like seven. Hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven dollars and seventy-seven cents, like once a year on July first. But that's how his contract works. Dang. Or like yeah, thousand. So yeah, like he's really taking the whole seven thing to different level. Respect. I mean, that's what he's doing. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's more money than me and you would probably ever see. Easy now. Easy. We'll see, though. There's some other big contracts, though, mm-hmm. going around. There you know, are. Dude, imagine. I don't know. I'm going to get my kid in sick. If I have kids, I'm making them in soccer. Yeah, we don't usually this? talk yeah, about soccer on here dude, just because we're not fans of it. But every now and then, <coughs> something makes the news that yeah. we can't not talk about. So, Leva. Dude, <clears throat> shout out to the soccer players, but also... R.I.P. to Saudi Arabia because they got turned down and I felt bad for them. But they offered what? What's it? I don't even know how to say his name or what. Like, I don't. It beats me. But dude, he turned down that seven. I think seven seventy six is what they offered him. Doubled it, but the first one was like one year. Seven hundred million. Yes, yeah, three hundred and something million was a for a one year deal. Is what they offered him to begin with, and he turned it down. Dude, could you That's imagine? Just, who do you sign with? He hasn't signed with anybody yet. But then Lionel Messi's making like, God knows how much. Like I want to say, look that up real quick. How much is Messi making with FC Miami or Inter Miami? He's making between five fifty and sixty million a year. So sure. that doesn't say. Dang. Yeah, because, dude, I mean, he's making some major money. Oh, he's got it for... He's signed for two more years. Yeah. So I don't know how long the contract originally was, but... He's making some serious money, dude. Like, it's insane. Um, Jalen Brown's getting paid more than Messi is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's That's the crazy part, too, is, like... Imagine what some of these like some of these actually good 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 players are going to be making. If I'm Giannis, I'm staring a hole through the Bucks right now. Dude, imagine being Shohei Otani. I guarantee you, uh, being Shohei Otani, you could ask for six hundred million and seriously make six hundred million. That's because baseball contracts are so long. Oh yeah, that they get paid more in bulk but less per year. But if I'm Giannis, Giannis or Jokic could be the first $400 million man in the NBA. Yeah. I think it, I don't know who it would be. I'm saying Denver probably because they just won the championship. Just because so, it's more recent. And I think they have the opportunity to keep that same rotation and everything. Well, but the they have a chance to go back to teams, that. The like, though, is they usually take pay cuts, the top stars. Do. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they will. But, you know, they're going to offer him something crazy. It'll be interesting to see. Might be a good time if you got kids listening to this to 
try to push him towards a career in pro sports. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shout out to the Georgia Bulldog who just won the British Open for the PGA. Dude, that's like one of the biggest uh, events of the year in professional golf. And dude, I mean, he's a left handy from Georgia. Went to University of Georgia. Brian Harmon. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, that's what my kids, hopefully, if I have one boy or girl, they will definitely be playing golf. Yeah, hopefully they do better than the live golf guys are doing in the open right yeah, now. Yeah, they're horrible. They had zero plays in the top 15. Mm-hmm. But that those, surprised me. Aren't those the people that are, like, paying the massive contracts, too? Yeah, that's it's just Saudi Arabia, basically, too. They just have stupid money to throw towards American sports. That oil money. Mm-hmm. And they're paying WWE, like, $10 million a year to keep running shows there. Yeah. I don't know why they care so much about American sports, but... Just to say they can have it. Fair enough. I think the Saudi prince or king or whoever is trying to do this initiative where he makes the Saudi regime look more open and stuff. But, I don't know, probably just propaganda for the Saudi government. Yeah. And American sports companies are taking the money and doing the propaganda. Yeah. But there's no telling. what you're gonna do. What are you? What can you? What can you? Not make, a dang thing. Make that money, I guess. You're right. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it's funny you say that because I was watching a WWE a tribute to the troops mm-hmm. episode from uh, on YouTube earlier today, and I was like, dude, it's crazy to think like how much WWE's changed over like the past. Yeah. Let's say, 10, 15 years. Eh. Well, I mean, it's crazy, just the world in general, because they still oh, did yeah. tribute to the troops when we were watching, like, back in the day, well, like, 10 saying. years ago, because the Iraq War was, mm-hmm. and all that stuff was still going on. Well, that's what I'm saying, from, like, 2008 to, like, 2012, the tribute to the troops was sick. I mean, I know they continued to do it after that. Well, they did it before it, too. They started yeah, in, like, yeah. three. Yeah, I remember it was, like, it's always been a thing, but, like, Dude, that freaking... They used to have some bad-ass shows. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one you know, where they had, like, Puff Daddy come out and yeah, make a rap. Yeah, he did, you know, them. Yep. That's they, actually... Because the they'd actually go watched. out to... That's so funny. It was 2010. That's yeah. so funny you say that. Diddy Dirty Money. Yes, dude. Him and those two girls. They'd go out, though, to, like, Iraq. Yeah. And, like, do it on location. Straight up. Yeah, they were in Fort Hood, Texas, at whenever the one I watched. But, yeah, they, they definitely... Do they, uh, Big Show and all them... Just got back from uh, Afghanistan. I know you say that. That is so fun. There's one from the 2004 one that's really cool. It's when John Cena like first started doing the rapping thing. He's wrestling the Big Show, and Steve Austin's the guest referee, and he comes out and he stunners both of them. And it's like the only time John Cena and Stone Cold have ever like done anything together because mm-hmm. Stone Cold was retired by that point. But it's just cool seeing those two interact in the ring. But speaking of wrestling, we got SummerSlam coming up next weekend. There's a couple big matchups that are going to be on the card. You've got Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. You got Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. And Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. For the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Also, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Mm. So Logan Paul. I can't stand him. 
He's making a lot of money though, especially those prime energy drinks. Yeah, he is. It's crazy how much money he's making. But I'm thinking Cody Rhodes, the story they're telling, they better be telling at least, is Cody coming back and doing the long, drawn-out championship chase. And eventually, I'm calling it now, early prediction, WrestleMania this year, upcoming year, ends with Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns for the championship. But they're both healthy. So, surely he should beat Brock Lesnar. In a singles match. I'm hoping there are rumors that Bray Wyatt might come back and interfere, do some type of shenanigan stuff. I hope they don't do that. Cody should beat Brock clean. I hope that's what they do. So that's what I'm going to predict. Roman Reigns will beat Jey Uso easily. And Seth Rollins will beat Finn Balor just because he just won the World Heavyweight title. So there's no way they're taking him off it that quick. Mm hmm. But it should be a good card. A lot of good matches. I'm thankful that the card's only six matches long. Sometimes they get too big, fill it up too much. Yeah. But good, tight show. Looking forward to it. Should be good. That'd be awesome. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, man. Also, if Gunther beats Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental, or to retain the Intercontinental title, then he'll pass the Honky Tonk Man. For the longest reigning Intercontinental Championship reign. And that's a record that's been going on for like almost 40 years. So props to him. That's an impressive thing. I never thought I'd ever see the Honky Tonk Man's record broken. So I figure he'll keep the title on him just so they can have him beat that record. Yeah, yeah should be a good show coming up next weekend. This weekend though, we've got boxing. Oh yeah. Dude, get into that, because I'm excited about this one. We've got Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. I think TC's going to tear him up. So, as it stands right now, Terrence Crawford is 39-0, and 0, and Errol Spence is 28-0. At the moment, Terrence Crawford's favored to win. I think he's my pick to win. It should be a great fight, though. I expect it'll come down to a decision from the judges, and it'll probably be split decision. So I'm thinking Terrence Crawford will win in a two to one decision. What are you thinking? I'm right there with you. I mean, I would love to just sit here and say that he's just gonna knock him out cold, but ah, uh, that's a bold prediction. But I think he'll definitely win it. I think I got Terrence Crawford winning myself. He's I, going for you know. I think this could be like the best matchup in that weight class since probably Marvin Hagler versus Sugar Ray Leonard because Botson as we've talked about many times on here isn't good at putting together marquee matchups like this yeah but this is huge this is good this one. is like, undefeated versus undefeated right. I love it when the top fighters want to fight each other boxing lets it happen you don't see it enough but at all and like They've made a definitely like Jake Paul and all of them have kind of made a joke out of boxing here lately. And like this fight, like if people really understood and like would watch and like pay attention a little bit, this fight is going to be massive. Oh, for sure. It'll probably do the best business of any boxing match that isn't Floyd Mayweather oh, yeah. in that weight class in probably 30 years. 100%. 100%. And how they just need Canelo to do something. Yeah. And he's done. 
Nah, Canelo's still the best boxer. And let's see, Canelo is 5'8", 168 pounds. And the Harold Spence and Terrence Crawford are welterweights. So I'm not sure if they're in the same... Yeah, they're in the same weight class. So I think somehow if he could get involved, you know, the winner of this, he gets to fight... Like, that'd be great. Yeah. But Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence, money matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a good-ass fight. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, and it'd be cool if there was a knockout. I just, I don't see it happening. Yeah, no way. No way. I think those are two really way too good fighters to both get knocked out. Either one of them. Yeah, do you think that uh, Canelo will have any matchup with the winner of this fight? No chance. I don't think so at all. Do you? Probably not. No way. It'll be something. This is like a welterweight version of the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, Anthony yeah. Joshua love triangle there was for a while. Right. And how Anthony Joshua is kind of the one on the outside looking in while the other two weight class champs make all the money and get all the media attention. Yeah. But maybe they'll learn because Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury should have happened. Yeah, if it wasn't, yeah. if it wasn't for COVID, I think it would have. But yeah. another missed opportunity and another thing we can add to the things that COVID took from us. But uh -huh. that's a good one. <laughs> what's she gonna do? What can you do? That's the best part too, though. It's like, what can you do about it, man? You know. And I yeah. think Tyson Fury would have beat it. I think he would. Oh, he would have beat the brakes off Anthony Joshua. Yeah. But but we'll never know. Exactly. We will never know. I think Anthony Joshua should fight Deontay Wilder. Just because, I mean, we all know that he would lose to Fury. But him and Wilder, that'd be a good matchup. Mm -hmm. It's skill versus just pure power. Yeah. But, Do you think that they would ever fight again Fury and Wilder? I don't see why they would. Yeah. Furies beat him twice yeah. and he got a decision or a draw the first time, so he has no reason to. Just unless he's scared. Unless he just wants to make more money. Yeah, that's true. He's he's running low on a little money, he needs to make some more money real quick. Set mm -hmm. up a fight with Wilder. <laughs> Imagine Expo that just became their thing. Yeah. Every couple of years he just beat the crap out of Deontay yeah. Wilder for a couple mil. Dude, that would be insane. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> would you let Tyson Fury beat you up for a couple mil? Are you kidding me? Give me... <sighs> You'd be like, give me $500,000. I'd let Tyson no Fury way, beat me dude. up. Definitely give me, like, $5 million and I'd let him just... Three rounds. You wouldn't go three rounds with Tyson Fury for 500000 No. Not for 500000 I'm like, no. No, because I know what if I could get medical, more. What if you're medical? I know I could get more out of it. I know I could get more out of it. So, obviously, give me $5 million and I'll go three rounds. Do you know how much money they could make out of that? Like, imagine if boxing, like, once a year, Just they didn't exit. Like yeah. Little white kid come in the freaking ring. And like, you know, like, people would pay that good money to see that on pay-per-view. <laughs> Just to watch somebody get murdered on live TV. Dude, straight up. Let's get their just ass handed to them. That, that's basically the plot of Rocky, though. Yeah. They can make it happen. 
No kidding. Let's get some awesome. amateur boxer from the slums. Well, I hope I'm the first one to sign the contract and make $5 million off <laughs> doing that. That would be sick. But I, I can say, sa 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 Hey, no. sa 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 <laughs> Just knock Tyson Fury out. That would be your corner, Sh- man. I'd, I'd throw pants. in the towel before the bell Dude, would ring. Dude, shit my pants. I wouldn't be able to do nothing like that. No chance, brother. No chance. Yeah, if you're too scared to line dance at the ice house, you'd be too scared to go fight Tyson Fury. <laughs> no, I'm not scared to dance at the ice house. I just don't dance at the ice house. It's gross. Not, not, a not a dancer? I don't want to catch a cold. My, you can catch a lot of nasty stuff at the ice house. Whoa, easy now. We're going to take just, this out. I'm just saying there's worse than a cold. We're going to cut that. <laughs> Nah, it's got to stay. You can't hide the truth from the people. You're what right. are we, the Saudi government? Oh, well, you're right about that. I've been getting way off topic. Dude, you're going crazy tonight. Now coming in is our political conspiracy Dude, theory you're podcast. Like freaking, you're jumping off the top rope, just giving us people's elbow all Columbia night. Columbia Ray Mysterio. Crazy, Dude, Oh my God. <laughs> Never seen you like this before. Well, you got anything else you need to bring up yeah. in the world of sports? NFL training camp. That's going. Yeah. It's yeah. going. Yeah, we were supposed to talk. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Oh, well, it's going. I mean. Justin Herbert. Yeah, he's got a big contract coming up. DeAndre Hopkins, shout out. Nope. He just signed to the uh, Tennessee Titans. Um, okay. Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers' deal got structured. It's like two years. And he's losing like $35 million. I mean, I he can I sacrifice that for a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, maybe. How good but, do you think the Jets will be this year? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, they're supposed to be insane, but it's going to be hard for me to believe that. Oh, Lamar, it. Lamar Jackson just said he's not going to wear a play call wristband. Going to commit it to memory, I guess. That's impressive. That'd be awesome. Be able to call his own play. And that's what they used to have to do, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that, yeah. Just go out there and see how the defense is and then call it how you see it. I don't know. At this early stage, what's your NFL Super Bowl predictions? Because I'm taking the Bengals, Joe Burrow. They've come close two years in a row. I think this will be their year. What do you got? Uh, I think that... You know, I really do think that the Buffalo Bills are going to win it. I think Josh Allen breaks the Madden curse. I think the Bills run it up. And if they don't, then I think the sleeper pick of the year, because everybody has to have a sleeper pick, sleeper pick of the year, this is a crazy one. I don't think it's going to go through at all. But I actually think the Kansas City Chiefs might go back-to-back. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. See, I thought about saying that. I just think that. Watch out for the Eagles too, dog. I mean, I mean yeah, it could it could seriously be a rematch because like they are both so dominant, it's ridiculous. If it is a rematch, do you think the Chiefs will come back out on top? I don't know. Philly's always got something up their sleeve. That's why they're so hard. Like they're so hard to like root against, but at the same time, they're like. It's kind of hard not to root for him. You gotta love Jalen Hurts. Like you gotta love Jason or uh, Travis. Or, yeah, Jason Kelsey. Like 
Yeah, fuck with those guys. They're so dope. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Did you see what um, Travis Kelsey was saying about trying to give Taylor Swift oh, yeah. his phone number at her concert? Yeah, that's funny. Hey, if Travis Kelsey can get shot down, dude, and it makes me feel for the rest of those guys out there like us. Another thing too is the the, uh, the Eagles' offensive lineman. I think his name's like Jordan Malata or something like mm-hmm. that. Dude, he can sing. Look him up on YouTube or like look him up and stuff like that. Not you. Yeah. Just look him up. He can sing like crazy. Like it's insane. I've never heard a guy. It's like six eight. 300-something pounds, be able to mm-hmm. sing so good. It's, it's crazy. So, but, oh, what do you think about the SEC schedules that came out? Uh, I don't know. Here's uh, here's Georgia's. You think Georgia's going to three-peat? 100%. 100%. Hmm. 100%. This this year? Or yeah. Right, right, right here? Yeah, starting from oh, right Tennessee there. Martin down. Good name. Because I know we played Tennessee and then Tech, right? Yeah. We play Ole Miss this year too, don't we? Yep. What are you predicting for that schedule? Undefeated? If we lose, it's going to be to Tennessee. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, we're not losing a game. No chance. I think y'all lose to Tennessee. And you honestly, do think we'll lose to Tennessee? I don't think we'll actually lose to them. But I, I mean, think if, if we any, do, if y'all are gonna lose, if we do, it'll be to Ole Miss or Tennessee. Ole Miss is not gonna beat us. I'm There's just no saying chance. they're better than their no, record last year showed. No, they're not gonna. No, they're not good. They lost Matt Corral. They lost everything. Lane Kiffin's trash. I'm I not love him, but he's trash. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying those are the only two games I see y'all possibly losing. Injuries can happen. Somebody has a bad game. Somebody has a good game. Just saying. When was the last time Georgia lost to Georgia Tech? Like, is that even a rivalry anymore? It's been like... They beat us not too long ago. It's probably been... uh, I wouldn't be... It's been a few years. But I know they beat us not too long ago. How are you feeling about Alabama this year? They're screwed. You think? Yeah. They're losing to Texas. They're losing to Tennessee. We're not losing to Texas. Yeah, you are. No. And you're losing to LSU. We might lose to Tennessee. And you're going to lose to LSU. No. Yes, you are. We would have beat LSU this year. You're going to lose to LSU and you're going to lose to Texas. We're not losing to LSU. And you're losing to Tennessee. No. Yes. Nope. If any of those three games... We, I think of those three, we'll probably lose two at the most. We're not losing all three. I think we'll beat Texas. Arch Manning ain't got nothing on the tide. I don't even know if he'll play. I was about to say, I don't even know if he'd be starting. I think Quinn Evers is. It's kind of crazy, though, that he's not. As big of a deal as they made about signing him, like he's probably the only Texas player most people can name. And he's like a third-string quarterback. Yep, bro's got no experience whatsoever. But how do you get experience? By playing in games. It's not like Texas is doing anything anyways. Just let Arch play for the sideshow. I mean... Yeah, but it's also hard as a coach to run a program 
and be like, yeah, we're going to run this freaking freshman kid just because he's Peyton Manning's nephew. Like, I don't know. You got to put somebody in their experience who knows the offense and knows how to run plays and stuff. Just because he's Arch Manning and his name's Manning doesn't mean he's got to play. That's why I hate the NIL and all that, but at the same time, like, I get it. Like, I, I think players definitely in college deserve to, like, get paid for this and that. But I don't think they need to get paid, like, millions of dollars and have I don't without think, even stepping on the field. I don't think college players should get paid to play. I think they should get paid for their likeness being used. Yeah, not for them playing. More or less, like, come out with a video game and pay them for that. Don't give them these big old contracts, like all this money, just to come to their school. And play, I don't like, think they should be allowed to get sponsored. You know what I mean? Uh, that's different. I mean, you, I think you should have like four or five sponsors a year, and no. you should you should have like a maximum of how much you can make and how when much you do. When you're sponsored, you're not an amateur athlete anymore. At that point, you're professional. To, to me, if you're sponsored, you shouldn't be in the NCAA. Dude, I mean, look at. I mean, that's like saying high school football teams or high school people or, like, the teams themselves shouldn't be sponsored. Okay, but the teams the and the teams players themselves. are different. Yeah, no doubt. I'm pretty sure high school athletes aren't allowed to be sponsored. No, no, I'm not talking about the, the athletes themselves. I'm talking about the teams themselves. Like, you're taking sponsorships away from the players in college now that this NIL deal is here. Well, the teams you can be, be sponsored. Teams are sponsored in college. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, why, like, so I'm why saying the players. The player? Like, if you're going to, if they're going to do it, why not, like, be able to just pay them for an X amount of time, maybe? Or maybe, like I'm saying, I don't know. There's certain things that you can pay them for, I get. I just 100%. think it takes away from, at that point, they're not amateurs. College sports is all about amateur athletes playing to the best of their abilities. Whenever you bring money and sponsorships and deals like that, that's literally what the job professional is. A pro means you get paid money to do a certain thing. Yeah. So, and it just kind of ruins college sports, I think. It does. It, like, hardcore and, like, makes them not have motivation to want to do anything. Like, if I'm going to get paid to do all this in college, why would I even want to go up and I'm already paid? I'm playing, I don't I mean, care. Yeah, look at Zion Williamson signed a like a multi mega million dollar shoe deal with Nike before he even stepped foot on the NBA court. Yeah. Like he can like we were talking about earlier, the worst NBA players or even like the middle of the road ones get paid like two million. Zion never played a game and already made more than some of those players will their entire career. Exactly. It's kinda crazy. Oh yeah, I don't it's it's I don't like that. That's the part that I don't like about it. That's what you were just oh. arguing for. No, I know that. And that's just, no, that's the part that I don't like about it. Like, I think that they should be able to make an X amount of money and stuff, but I don't think that they should be able to, like, come into college making eight, nine million dollars without stepping into the foot of, like, I don't think that that should be able to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd take a read. I mean, yeah, I'm saying that they shouldn't be allowed to get sponsored at all. Read the tape back, but I said. And I quote, I think that they should be able to be paid, but I don't think that they should not be able to get paid unless they have, like, actually stepped on the field or done something in college. Like, if they haven't done anything college-wise or, like, even stepped on the field or nothing like that, they don't need to get any kind of contract whatsoever. But if you are going to give them a contract, don't give them 
billions and millions of dollars. Give okay, them something. We'll, we'll, give them say, something. Let's, let's give them something. I mean, I get it. Give them something like an you, autograph. Say, somebody say gives Arch me 50 Manning bucks, plays. Like 50 bucks for an autograph. Like if Johnny Manzo, for example, he just signed some autographs and got paid like a couple hundred bucks for it. Whoop-de-doo. I think that kind of stuff should be cool and all that, but I don't think these big millions and millions of dollar contracts should be given out to these college Okay, say Arch Manning plays a game this upcoming season, and because he stepped foot on the field, Nike or somebody offers him like a hundred million dollar endorsement deal. No, he doesn't need a hundred million dollar endorsement deal. I'm not saying I said put a cap on how much they make. Like if they're gonna make money, give them like a certain amount that they make off. Like Nike, make give them a certain amount they want to make off this, and then only give them like four or five different people that like let them sponsor them, so they're not making like I'm saying hundreds of millions of dollars. Don't let them do that, but give them an X amount of money they can make throughout a year to help. You know, help these businesses too. Like Brock Bowers and stuff, I see him all the time on Instagram sponsoring small businesses in Athens just because NIL. I mean, I get that kind of stuff, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they should be making $10 million, $9 million without even stepping into the dam. You know what I mean? I think that big organizations or even small ones, they should be allowed to sponsor the team. And if through that sponsorship of the team, they want to use, like, Bryce Young at Alabama, Stetson Bennett at Georgia, use them in the advertising, advertisements for, like, a Nike jersey or whatever, put, them, put their poster up in the store, give them a cut, but don't sponsor the athlete directly. Well, what's, what's the difference? Like, if you're just sponsoring the team, and like, what's the difference? I mean, it's not a perfect... Like, line in the sand, I just think it stops it. That's about as lenient as you can get where you still get the player some money without ruining the integrity of the game. So, it's so, like making financial interest on individual players such a major part of right, the yeah, thing. Don't make and it, it also gives money to the program as a whole, not just to the yeah. individual player. Because that way... That third string quarterback, which like Arch Manning currently is, can be bettered in some way by the money that Nike is pulling into their program just because Nike wants to put Bryce Young or whoever on their merchandise. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. So Bryce Young's fairly compensated. The team gets more money. The program gets more money to help them build and recruit, and everybody's happy. Yeah, but it's a dog-eat-dog world these days. Oh, if I'm Bryce Young, yeah, I would love to be able to get directly sponsored. <laughs> but I'm not Bryce Young, so I'm saying I mean, that you shouldn't. Goes, yeah, and that just goes any athlete to that. Like, just because you're not Bryce Young doesn't mean you can't make money. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, though, I think if players are directly sponsored, they quit being amateurs. I get what you're saying. It turns into a completely different ball game at that point. And now you're talking about taking care of, like, uh, big financial decisions, taxes comes with all that kind of money because really at that point what's the difference between the pro and the college level except right. for just the goodness the of the competition and what then you know most of them are just going to go one and done yeah well shoot if college players could get directly sponsored by major companies why would you go one and done like why not make as much money as you could in college if you're right. like on the edge 
of if you're going to be good in the pros oh, or not. Yeah, if you're on the edge of being good on the pros or not. Like Tyler Hansborough or uh, Christian Leitner. Imagine how much money they could have made in college. Probably well, way yeah, more. This than... is no disrespect and nothing like that. But you know Lad McConkey. No. So he's he's actually from Murray County, North Georgia, and he's dude. He's like my height, but he's a badass little bastard. I love him to death. He's a damn good wide receiver. I love watching him play on Saturday. But I I think he knows. His chance in the NFL aren't as high as most of people that come from Georgia. So I'm he's just gonna sit there at all four years and freaking ride it out. And I feel like that's what he's doing. I respect it. I mean, yeah. Why not? Gotta respect the hustle. You're dang right. Why not? But it's been a good conversation. It has. Look forward to doing it again with you next week. We'll see y'all yeah. next time. I holler.